Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another amazing episode of Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling with your host, Sylvie Doe, and it's Friday and it's time for my coach's tips. So today, what I'm going to be talking about is the malnourished athlete. Now, this is a huge topic and it's coming out even more in the news these days because people are just talking more about and they're becoming more aware about nutrition and nutrition for performance. Now, nutrition doesn't have to be performance for everybody and performance is can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. So let's just say that, you know, you are um, um, just getting into fitness. Say you're 80 pounds overweight and you've just decided that this is it. You're sick of being sick and tired and you're going to start into a new regime and it's going to include all crazy stuff like triathlons and stuff. A couple announcements before we get started. Um, Right now in the Cycling Canada news, Haley Smith has come out about, um, she's talking about her eating disorder. She's um, an Olympic mountain biker for Canada. And she is actually going to be, I interviewed her and she's going to be on my podcast on Wednesday. So she's going to be talking about her eating disorder and how she got through it, how she's still getting through it. It's something that never goes away, right? You're always cognizant of, you know, what happened in the past and it can always be in the back of your mind and it can always be little things can trigger it. She's going to talk about that. And it's all about mental health, um, with Bell Talk, um, this month. So I will, she'll be on my interview, my podcast next week. And along with her is another athlete who was training with a pro team or training to go pro and his name is Alan Dempsey he is now a coach for a local uh, cycling club here in Ottawa and just he will be on the podcast next week too now through our conversation we got into something where he was talking about his eating disorder as a guy when he was trying to perform at the junior level. So that's another conversation. Like we don't typically talk about men and eating disorders. So stay tuned for that. So make sure you have the notifications on. You've also subscribed. And um, these things are amazing. I will put the link to the article with for Haley Smith um, in the description. And also I want to put this in your ear. 
Joe Friel. Now we're going to talk about a little bit about working out, not a whole lot, but the thing is that he talks about malnourishment and a little bit of nutrition in here, which I was really excited about. And he is also going to be on my podcast. So make sure that A, you pick up this book and I'm going to put a link to where you can buy it in the descriptions and you tune in. He will be on the podcast in March. So Joe Friel, oh my gosh, if you don't have all his books, I got this in the Audible version and then I purchased the book so I could have referencing material. And um, so I have taken some things from there um, for today. Now let's dive in. I, first of all, I am going to disclose what I am not because people are like, oh, you're going to talk about nutrition. Okay, so what I am not, I am not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I am not a holistic nutritionist. And I don't have any kind of certification. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. What I do know and what I am is I have about 20 years of experience with nutrition working on my own physical fitness, staying healthy. I've used, I've manipulated my body with nutrition. I've competed at a high level with my cycling with nutrition and on the national, the Canadian National Federation stage in both bikini and figure with nutrition. So I might not have certifications, but I have had many amazing coaches that I have learned from, and I have years of experience, and there isn't anything that I can't look up or read into, or uh, because I am affiliated and I have a business with one of the highest and the best nutritional companies in the world, I have access to a lot of professionals that I like I can get more information or help. Okay. So that is who I am. So you can take a look at that and go, hmm, that's a lot of experience. I'm not book smart, like I don't have a certification, but I have tons of experience and I have helped lots of clients manipulate or change their bodies for competition and also get to competitions with regards to cycling. And also I've helped hundreds of people transform their bodies with changing up their nutrition. Okay. So that's who I am. And that's what I represent. Um, I've learned a lot from my previous coaches and I bring it forward because I have personally done it. With regards to um, my personal um, journey, I guess, or history with nutrition. In 97, this is the first book that I picked up and I read through, and I learned a lot about nutrition before I got into competitions on the stage. And I learned about insulin levels and how certain foods drive them up. All I had to do is read that. And all you have to do is read it. And I followed this and I, and I did everything in here, and this is what I did in 97. So since then, I've moved on to other things. I never have dieted unless I had to diet for competition on the stage. 
I never dieted for competition for cycling. That's not somewhere you want to diet. So let's talk about athletes and the malnourished athlete. Now, this is coming a lot in the mainstream. I was in a coaching course uh, before Christmas, and this was one of the big talk bits because a lot of younger athletes think that they have to be super lean, and that means that they are not doing it in a healthy way. They're doing it from reducing calories or reducing food. And then through tons of training, you then become malnourished, you become sick and all this. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm hopefully not going to make this too long um, because this is just a huge subject. And if you have questions, put them in the comments. Um, I'm sure you probably have comments, but here. So athletes relationship with food and competition is super. We, we think about, um, you know, the malnourishment part, like where does that come from? Well, it comes from not eating enough, not eating enough of the right food, um, you know, skipping meals, poor recovery routine. So what are you doing after the workout that is going to help your body, body recover? And then, you know, poor food choices. So these are kind of like things that I see um, and I hear about athletes doing. I have an athlete right now. We had a conversation around food. Okay. So here's the thing. She is, and you know, like buying good quality food, is a little bit more expensive, right? It's, and she was, so she's training like anywhere from, you know, her high training days is 12 hours a week. And that can be three hours of the bike, two hours of the bike, high intensity workouts, like six days a week. And if you're not fueling your body to go into your workouts, fueling your body during your workouts and having a good routine after your workout, that workout is not going to end up counting. You're going to be tired because you don't have enough food in you to give you energy. You're going to be cranky. You're going to not recover. You're not going to sleep well. And then the cycle just accelerates throughout the week. So she was worried about weight gain. I'm like, seriously, we're not on a weight loss journey here. We're on a performance journey. And you have to eat like a performer. That means you need to put more money into your grocery bill. Okay. This is not like go buy $2,000 wheels because you need them. Um, people will pay that kind of stuff, but they won't put it into their nutrition. Okay. And that's a huge problem. People are like, I can't afford it. I'm like, uh, well, you just spent like 5,000 on a lighter bike because you think ha having lighter gear, gear is better. Why don't you just put that extra thousand dollars into better food choices, um, over the next year and drop 15 pounds and that'll help you a lot better. And then the, here's the thing. So when they become malnourished because they're not eating enough food, then the problems start happening, right? So I'm I'm concerned that she's skimping on food. She's not eating enough. And when I hear that she has a super tired week and she can't put in her workouts, well, that is a setback. What the result is, is that 
you know, you're dropping your cognitive function. So you got brain fog, you know, poor decision-making. So if you're kind of like that on the race course, then poor decision-making can be real detrimental to your performance. You can have a crash, you can not sprint, you don't have the right amount of energy to stay with the group. There's all these things that are going to hurt your performance. And it doesn't matter how much training you did beforehand. Then, you know, increased in injury, you're not recovering properly, you're not sleeping, you're trying to push out harder, harder workouts, which ultimately decreases your performance and you don't get where you want to be. This is all a result of not putting nutrition first and foremost, and having a bad kind of a not healthy relationship with nutrition, thinking that you have to starve yourself to uh, lose weight to get faster. And it's funny because like when I talked to Alan in our interview, basically that's what he did. He hardly ate and he would go out and do 120 kilometer junior race. And if you've ever been in that situation, it's fast from start to finish for five hours. And how can you possibly push your body to do that kind of workout or race or event if that's what you're doing. And he got really sick. Okay, so that's the other one. Your immune system drops because you're not getting enough nutrition, you're not sleeping well, you're trying to push out hard workouts, and then your immune system is starting to drop because all these things are happening. You get sick, and I've seen that too. Work, 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 get sick two weeks before the big competition and you're out. And you don't have to be a performer to be in this situation. You can be a, just somebody like me, you could be on a health journey. You could have got some really poor information from someone that, you know, you think that, you know, it's all about more cardio is going to help you drop weight. So you get in this crazy routine that you can't sustain and it just doesn't help you. All right. So next one, nutritionally, we're now nutritionally. So we're malnourished, which means we're nutritionally deficient because we're not eating food. Okay. Really bad. So nutritionally, and here's comes the, the topic of supplementation. People are like, I don't do supplements. I go, well, what, do, what are supplements to you? Okay. Cause I, I am part of, part of my business is being with a nutritional company that have the best nutritional products on the market. And they're through a network marketing, direct sales, um, referral based business, which means that as a coach, you're going to always ask me for the best options. And I'm going to say, well, this is the best option for you because this, this, and this. And I know this company is super reputable. They have over 50 scientists full-time who work on these products and they have their own sourcing mineral mines and things like that. So, and also another thing for high performers is that these products are uh, informed sports certified. So, which means if you're a high level athlete and you get tested, you can, you don't have to worry about them having any kind of fillers that are going to give you a negative result. Bonus. Okay. So if you're working with athletes now, now you're nutritionally deficient, right? 
supplementation, you have to supplement. You're low in iron, you're low in calcium, potassium, magnesium. You're not getting enough of these products. You're low in B12 that come from the ground. So you're not eating the food that hold them. And basically these foods that hold them aren't getting them from the ground. So you're not getting them, period. So you have to supplement. Who has a counter of pill bottles of calcium, iron, magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin D, all these things that you know you need because your nutritionist or your holistic coach said you need to get all this stuff. Wouldn't you rather just drink it? Okay, so that's another thing. The thing is that it's all like, and when your body gets these nutrients, that's when you have energy. That's when you have better recovery. That's when you sleep well. So having something like this that will put that back into your body is so key. And that's why, like, I encourage you, if you're curious about this, just reach out because I've been using these products for eight years. I gravitated to them because as a fitness and figure competitor, I understand what it is to eat balanced food because you have to um, in order to get the results you're looking for. And there's, and so when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I, I tried them and I tried it after my third child was born and boom, the energy came back and I have never stopped. I've used the products for, like I said, cycling competition and stage competition. Um, and I've, I've podiumed on many events, cycling and stage. Um, and they're just amazing. So that's where I need to end this is like the malnourished athlete is missing so many of these things because they've either have a bad relationship or you don't even have to have an athlete. There's so many people who have really bad relationships with food and they've learned something or they've heard something or they've read something. And now they go and they get blood work and they're low in this and this and this, and you have to buy all this, this. So imagine you could just get it from one spot. Another thing is, it's just convenience as an athlete be able to travel, be able, because I know it's like I've raced for eight years and traveling with food. I never went out of the country, so I didn't have to deal with time zones and different cultures, but I did, one of my coaches friends told me, he goes, the first thing they always did is they brought probiotics and they got yogurt and they ate yogurt before in any other country before they comp went to competition because the probiotics would like coat your stomach. So you don't want to eat something unfamiliar and have a super bad stomach ache or get diarrhea when you need to race the next day. You know what I'm saying? So we tend to gravitate the things to the things that we know that work. I hope that gave you a little bit of background. If you find that you are falling into one of those spaces um, and you would like um, just a simple conversation, go to the, go to my link in uh, the description. You can book a quick consultation with me. I can provide options for you, but really it would mean knowing exactly what you're up to, what you have been up to, what your history is. And 
so with closing on this um this nutritional segment i have a couple places that people can join to learn um they're all in the links so i have a health and wellness tribe on facebook and we have we talk nutrition we do challenges um, it's all about healthy lifestyle and we provide lots of areas where you have the ability to jump in and, um, you know, put it into your schedule. And that's what it's all about. It's just people don't know where to start. So this is a kind of a place of where to start. Now, if you're into the cycling, um, I have a four-hour cycling skills intensive that I'm launching for February. I'm super scared and super excited. And also, um, don't forget... Joe Friel will be on here and my amazing um, interviews next week who are going to talk about their journeys, hardships with nutrition as competitors. So with that, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. If you know somebody who's kind of in that space, please share this. It's so important. So important. I can't even tell you. But with that, have an amazing day. Have an amazing week subscribe, put those uh, links on. Don't forget to go to YouTube. This will be on there as well. And have an amazing day. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I'm so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then... Have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.